the insolvency and bankruptcy board has allowed insolvency professional entities to act and register as insolvency professionals now experts say that this is a significant shift in policy so what does this shift in policy mean exactly and will this move make insolvency proceedings simpler and more effective hello and welcome i am kr shrivats when a company partnership or a person is in a state of financial distress and unable to pay their dues and bills they can file for an insolvency petition or a creditor can also file this petition against the corporate debtor concerned now the process is somewhat a complicated one and can have a smooth sailing only if there is an external professional known as an insolvency professional who is appointed to take care of the entire dissolution process so what has the government done now what the government has now done is allow firms to take up the role of an insolvency professional till date the task of uh, bringing about resolution was confined only to an individual who acted as an insolvency professional now the government has gone a step ahead and allowed firms to begin with they have allowed insolvency professional entity which is also a sort of a corporate firm to take up the role of an ip now the law you may say always allowed a wider definition of a person both natural and a juristic person to act as an ip so where was the hitch the problem was the regulations which came under the law had uh, restricted this only to an individual in the sense that only the regulations prescribe that only an individual can perform the role of a insolvency professional this in a way prohibited firms from taking up this role now with the latest regulatory change the insolvency regulator that is ibbi has amended this regulation and allowed a insolvency professional entity to register and act as an ip now one other important aspect of this regulatory move is that india is among the few countries which has or the handful of countries that has allowed this now all this begs the big question will this improve the efficiency of the ibc process now the ibc in its last 6 years of operation has evolved into a legislation of the future now the question is there are several uh, issues plaguing the efficiency and the speed of the process now whether the latest ibbi move will help the system improve its efficiency is a question mark to be seen however the rationale for doing this is a good one in the sense that when individuals were taking up the task of ip they were faced with several challenges when they had to do it to a ip which is uh, in the case of a large company so 
the skills of an individual were not adequate to run a large company so what happens in an insolvency process the moment an ip is appointed the entire running of the company and the board of the previous management is shifted to the ip it is upon the ip to run the show so it is in big cases where involving large corporates where thousands of crores are at stake it was always seen to be difficult for a single person to handle the case so individuals ended up seeking the help of process advisors and ips now there was a problem for the regulator because when the individual went in for consultants to help them those consultants were not under the regulatory framework of ibbi and therefore the accountability of the entire process was impacted so the ibb took the decision that we will permit ips which are already regulated to become ips so that this issue of accountability can be solved there won't be any need for the ips to look up to external consultants to help them go through the process now you may ask where are the safeguards when the ips come into the game the issue is that ib ibbi in the latest set of regulatory amendments has created safeguards to keep a check on the working of the ips for example if you want to register as an insolvency professional the ips have to necessarily meet the fit and proper person criteria that are set by the ibbi which is the regulator now this criteria includes integrity reputation character financial solvency and others so how has the industry and other stakeholders taken to the latest regulatory move to allow ips to take up the role of ips if you look at industry they have so far been very supportive of this move because they also feel that an individual or an individual resolution professional would not be that equipped to take care of insolvency resolutions of large corporates so any movement from an individual resolution professional to a corporate setup will create better credibility for the rps managing the process is what the corporates think however some have even questioned the liability of partners and directors of such ips for individual cases there is uh, still uh, some uncertainty or a sort of gray area as to what will happen to the liabilities of the directors of ips who take up the role of ips in resolution process so that 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 is there so the point is there are lot of safeguards to look at the functioning of ips when they take on the role of ips moreover the regulator has not barred such ips from uh, performing the role of support services see be- before the regulations changed ips were anyway providing support services now after the regulation change ips can act as an ip 
and also provide support services. There is no bar on the IPEs from providing support services. This regulatory change is going to help improve the outcomes of their IBC system in the sense that larger resolution cases could be more efficiently handled if some form of corporate firms are allowed to take up the role of IPs. Now, IPs are the first that the regulators have allowed under the corporate form. Going forward, there is every possibility that even LLPs, partnership firms and other corporate forms will also be allowed to register and function as an IP. Thank you so much.